2: another Wait, episode of our, Crawler's our radio <laughs> where apparently things are going insane. Is it Wednesday? It is. It's Wednesday. Thank Wednesday. It's the only day where we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, yes. Did you see Game of Thrones this last weekend? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Me neither. Wow. You guys are
3: wizards. <laughs> oh, really, Jessica? Please tell us about this Game of Thrones episode. Oh my gosh. What a fantastic, it
4: was amazing. fantastic premiere. <laughs>
3: We're probably not going to use we can't, gonna we can't do spoilers
1: yet. We can't do spoilers yet because there might be that one person that was working. That hasn't that seen name. it, like me. Yeah.
2: Anyways, so uh, lots of uh, crazy stuff has happened. Uh, for some reason uh, we've got some cool stuff going on there's lots of stuff to talk about we did talk a little bit uh our monday interview we had cosplayer Anastasia Dragonoff on so we talked to her about the cosplay Star Wars show and on friday and then the oh. friday show we talked to some Star Wars it wasn't like yes. it wasn't we're like battlefront thank goodness we were asking you know what kind of that pivotal scene or moment in a Star Wars movie that kind of said wow this resonated with you and you uh kind of got hooked on Star Wars at that point so that's what it was what we, hmm. we talked about.
1: There's so many new moments now yeah. for me that...
2: So, no, that we're way. done with that episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh.
1: No, she wants
3: to bring in Star Wars. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do it. it. Just, good. Force good.
1: Just Force Awakens. Just Force Awakens when Kylo Ren and... Ray are fighting in the woods, and it's just like watching two kids with sticks. Oh, and it's when, just like, so When he's raw holding the
4: lightsaber to the ground, it's like, Shh, and hers is in the air, It's like, Shh, it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that was a really I cool know, scene. When Finn holds that lightsaber, he <laughs> looks pretty bad. Yeah, but we know. <laughs> so learn how to use it. This then. is
2: something really interesting that actually just oh, first, happened just this just week. This me. last week. Um, so, Twentieth Century Fox has officially put the X Mansion up for sale. Marvel buy it. Yep. So, uh, Coldwell, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coldwell Banker is actually the uh, uh, who's featuring the uh, the property. So it is listed as the home of the week, and it is being listed as the X Mansion. That's so, so cool. Do you think they just want to build
3: another one, or you think they're actually <coughs> being like, "All right, guys, we're pretty much done with X Men."
2: It might be that they're done, and It'd be so crazy. Marvel's like, going to step in, or or there's going to be a reboot, and they're going to have something else. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. That is interesting that they are selling it. So, it the yeah, it is. Uh, they're listing the property. At an even seventy five million dollars. So anyone anyway, you guys can afford buy that. Them. Yeah. <laughs> make, make our <laughs> right, a if a We Kickstarter. pull
1: all of our money. We could be living. We pull half
3: in the, the basement basement money, boiler room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh we could just use the what's what's the, the actual Professor Xavier's room? Doesn't that have like a specific name? I feel bad
1: that I don't know. But like his, his room
3: that he goes in and yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I no, the his. X on
4: the door. What's it called? His, uh, uh, come on, the, X-Men well, fans. Oh,
1: come on. We know what this. What are you
4: talking to me about? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, the
3: Professor chamber. Is yeah, like Yeah, his, his chamber. Like that specific with the X door. Like, what's that room called?
4: Oh, that's um, not that room. Uh, the, the brain thing where he links yeah. to everybody. Well, what okay. is it? Well. Man, so, we all Cale- know. Cerebro. Cerebro. Cerebro!
1: I, I win. Jessica. Best X-Men ever. So,
2: so... really, this is actually a fake ad. It really is. so... You son of a bitch! I totally fell for that. Yeah, yeah. So twentieth 20th century, 20th century Fox actually teamed up with the real estate giant to throw this out. So it's actually it's this, just like a huge prank. Yeah, like it? It, well, it, it's uh, so like it's not even like Dan, some guy This just is why I have trust issues. They, they've done this to promote the X Men Apocalypse uh, <sighs> film coming out. Wow, that totally, which makes is sense. awesome. Yeah, someone had a check
4: in hand for seven million dollars or seventy five <laughs> million dollars.
2: Yep. Yeah. So it uh, yeah. dreams. It's so awesome that I, I actually got A there. So, uh, X Men Apocalypse is scheduled to hit theaters May 27th. Can you say again? apocalypse for me? Apocalypse. Okay, good job. <laughs> scheduled for May 27th. So, uh, so it's going to be. We're May getting, is going to be awesome. That, yeah, so like
3: Civil War. Civil
2: Wars apocalypse, at the beginning fight. of May, and then X Men at the end of May. I, I mean, love May. It's just going to be. May's the best. No, no, no. Get,
3: Star Wars Day is pretty cool, yeah. but I don't remember anything else in May. Yeah. Sure.
1: Okay.
2: So, also, because it's of X Men Apocalypse, uh, <laughs> it is going to be revealed that Quicksilver. Uh, is Which one? Magneto from X-Men okay. stop making fun is, of braces over here yes is Magneto's son I was curious I forgot yeah, yeah. that's cool that yep. they're
3: actually making that, cause that and a the cannon.
2: the first Assassin's right. Creed trailer will appear in the X-Men Apocalypse yes movie. are you serious
3: yes. that's even so much cooler but I'm so excited for X-Men but yeah yes well, Michael
2: Fassbender
4: yep yep uh, well cool he's gonna have a lot of presence in that, uh, in that screening there isn't he
2: yeah so I mean, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. So I mean, we've got X Men Apocalypse, we've got Independence Day Resurgence, then there's going to Civil be War. yeah, there's Civil War, Assassin's Creed. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff going on. Ninja Turtles 2? Yeah, go home. Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. Go Stephen home. You got Rocksteady and Bebop and Casey Jones. I can't like Stephen and Mel. I'm showing up. <laughs> yeah, really can't.
3: Um, is that it for summer? Is there anything else? <laughs> on the summer?
4: There's. I mean, there's, there's a Suicide lot of Squad. Other stuff. Uh, I mean, there's Suicide I Squad. August, yeah. That's definitely summer. That's it's the hottest summer. days of the summer.
2: Mm. Yeah, still counts. Um, also, the first look of Elizabeth Banks showed up on the internet as Re- <gasps> Rita uh, Repulsa. Re- yeah, oh bad. my goodness. rangers! Um, it actually looks really I, cool. I, I wasn't super excited. I
1: didn't see it yet. And oh, then
2: here, here I'll show you the image. Um, oh okay. she is. She actually looks really cool, oh, man. And like right. not right super ugly like
4: the other one, but like Whoa, really cool. I know. So it, cool. It I actually love makes the you excited oh, to yeah. see this
2: because
1: it's like the metal underneath her skin. Yeah. Is that? Oh wow. That's yeah. Cool.
2: So. I'm digging it. I'm digging I, I wasn't it. super excited, just because, but because I've seen the old Power Ranger movies. Yeah. After seeing this, I've I don't know. I'm more interested. I'm interested, and I it could be a really really good Power Rangers movie. It, well, they purposely
4: did the cheesiness in the TV show for the yeah. kids, you know. But <clears throat> if they're doing an adult spin on it. Yeah, I'm just like super excited for the potential. But of it I though. don't
3: feel like it's gonna be like. Remember that rated R fan film that we saw of Power Rangers that had a uh, yeah uh, with Jean Jessica's Benfic? favorite
4: mm-hmm. chick of all time from Battlestar. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. So that was really cool. Katie's I don't think
3: off. it's gonna
4: be like
2: that. That was, that was cool. an
3: interesting take on it. But I I don't know. They haven't. They still haven't released the costumes of the Power Rangers. So we're no, not really haven't, sure what but they look like. Honestly,
2: but if this is what Rita looks like, yeah, you have the Power Rangers. Them are got to look amazing, as so, well as the Zords. I love the Power Rangers. I mean, that's scheduled to hit theaters March 24th of next year. Um, so it is going to be definitely different because, you know, Banks has never played a villain. Um, she's always been... I think she'd do a good job. I, yeah. I think she can pull this off. She's got a very so, wide range, I yeah. feel
3: it's like the last thing I remember her is what The Hunger Games she was Effie she was yeah. still like eh, well and Effie was still kind of weird. a really weird, weird character
4: yeah. so well for so, her to pull that off shows like yeah. her flexing her uh, acting skills yes. like it was actually a really good performance because that, that could have gone south real quick and oh, the same yeah. thing the same potential is with Power Rangers so I feel if anyone could take this character and make it believable and fun and scary and all the same things like wrapped up in one package it's her
2: yeah no I, I think she could uh, really do a great job with this and well, just have to see what happens. I mean, I now that I've seen this, I've got some high hopes. I definitely do. Cool. So, high um, hopes. so Josh Whedon has recently. Uh, Josh. 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 Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. So, I hate these that's things. Cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. So uh, he has recently kind of he's claiming that he did a disservice to Avengers: uh, Age of Ultron.
3: Okay, so clear this up: is it because he talked kind of bad about it after he was done, or about the movie in itself?
2: General? Yeah, it's just he feels like some things just weren't as good as they sh- could have been. I'm glad that
1: he Which owned it. I totally
3: yeah. agree with because uh, so unfortunately, Avengers Age of Ultron. I, I didn't really care. Like I'm glad I saw it yeah, once. Yeah, but yeah, that's, it was,
1: about that's it. me too. Like it's it's rare too. It's usually yeah. those dry artsy music movies that I'm like, oh, I saw it once. Now I don't ever have to watch it again. But Avengers, like that's crazy that yeah. I felt like that about that movie. Yeah, basically,
2: he's just saying there's a lot of things that didn't meet his expectations from himself.
1: It oh, was poor editors. are never um, gonna work in this town and again. And he
2: was so beaten down by the process. Um, a lot of the things were conflicts with marvel which was is of course inevitable um a lot of the things was about his own work and the fact that he was just exhausted just because of a lot of other things so i mean you know it's it's cool that he's actually saying hey you know i know i didn't do as good of a job as i could have it's it's awesome to see directors and stuff own up to
4: it like even with jj abrams he's been doing that a lot with star wars Mm -hmm. and it just it makes you like all of a sudden realize that they're human beings and people make mistakes,
2: and film isn't without flaw, which is okay. Well, you know, I mean, let's look at Fantastic Four and the way that director just... Which one, that horrible piece of crap that came last last yeah, (laughs) You know, (laughs) and and we know it wasn't a great one, but instead of just saying, hey, I tried, I failed, I mean, that guy went, like, super... That was was not cool. Yeah. Well, well, but
3: he apparently isn't even, like, if if it's not even, like, half of your movie, if they went back and reshot most everything that you did, I don't know. It's. Really, yeah. I don't know how studio director relationship should work, but it's like it's they hired the director to do the job, right? They should let him do the job. Like yeah. I just don't understand, and that's what's sad too. If he really had an amazing Fantastic Four movie and we lost out on that because Fox was like, "No, do it this way," mm-hmm. then that's super sad. That's where you that see is.
4: films like downfall for the most part is when the studio starts putting their hands in it and they're like, "Well, this would make more money, and this would be a cool action figure, and this would produce more mm-hmm. fun." Like, I just don't care. Like, we want to see a good story, but to right. them, it's a business. Yeah. So they make these that's, decisions not knowing it's going to hinder the film in that the long run.
1: It, well, and that was my problem with uh, Batman versus Superman was that I felt like half the movie was just to please the people that were buying movie tickets and not the people that got the series or the characters themselves so big, which were the comic book readers. And so, yeah, no, I think it's kind of, when you tried to sell out in action and all that kind of stuff and just try to get... Or advertising
4: in a movie, too. The only movie <laughs> I've ever, like, thought, in, okay, that's okay, they got away with it. There was two, actually. One was a Truman Show, because they were making fun of it, and I right, thought that was yeah, hilarious. Right. And two was Jurassic World, because they acknowledge it in the movie, too. They're like, wow, you really going to do that? Let's just start naming the dinosaurs after <laughs> after Damn, Verizon I Wireless
2: yeah. and PepsiSaur
4: and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's pretty funny, I can handle that. But for the most part, when they're shoving that crap down your throat, it pisses me off. Yeah, It takes me out of the movie.
2: Yeah, and that's never good when you get pulled out of the movie like that. So, uh, um, so something that I had that if thought was right,
3: so, I thought Robert Downey Jr. is done being Iron Man, but he has mm, officially joined the cast
2: of the Spider-Man reboot. Movie. Yeah,
3: what? So, maybe he come really around. likes so, that kid. So
2: this is the thing: is yes, he he he, it is. done. Could it just be him as Tony Stark? Like he's not gonna. But daunt, at the same, like, t- yeah, and it could be just him showing up as Tony yeah. Stark. But at the same time he has made this character so much him his own, that I don't think he's going to want to walk away too, too easily. Well, that's what I was just confused I mean, about,
3: because I thought he was like, nah, I'm done doing the Iron Man. Yeah, like, I mean, Iron Man 4 is never going to happen. You like, know, just it just it looks
2: like, it's just kind of the, the small things. I mean, he shows up as the character. You know, there was that really cool video that was showed up on the internet where uh, he brought a kid a, a 3D printed prosthetic arm that looked like the, an Iron Man arm so, and he hand delivered that and, you know, and the kid was just like, oh, you're you're Iron Man, you know. I think he, these guys, these actors, are really own these characters. Instead of just oh it's just a part. They I mean, they've really believe you know, think of it as part of themselves now.
3: I totally agree. I just thought that's why I thought it was weird, because he was kinda yeah. like he was the one that said, you know, I'm I'm gonna center with the Iron Man. But stuff, at the same so. time
2: the you know how much money did they throw at him? Yes. <laughs> a lot. You know, it, it could be like it. Literally, he could be in the movie for the same amount of time Mark Hamill is in Force Awakens, and he and made, made crap three or four million yeah. dollars. And, and do you say no to that? Just to, I, sh- I just to been... show up and say, "Hey, Spidey." You know, Uh, we've
4: also seen a lot of um, celebrities take down the mantle or or take up the mantle of uh, supporting different organizations and really connecting with Mm -hmm. the children of these franchises. Because let's be honest, like that's what these movies are pretty much made for is the the kids and fans of the franchises. And we've seen a lot of charity work going through, especially with like, you know, actors like Johnny Depp. And then now Tony Stark and Chris Evans and Chris Pratt. Like, I think they're starting to embrace the idealism around these stories and these characters. Mm-hmm. So if it were me in those shoes and if I was kind of snobby, I was like I don't want to do any more of these, it's a lot of work, mom. Yeah. And then you finally see the impact that you're having on these kids. I think that's enough to push some people back. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: away. I mean, look at uh, what Chris Pratt's doing. He's got that thing where you can donate money so and, come you, to the set. and you and you could be on the set and it's going to the Boys and Girls Club. I mean For Guardians a, of the Galaxy yeah, 2. Yeah, for Guardians cool. of the Galaxy 2 and you know, and uh, The Force for Change did something very similar. So they're definitely and it's a great way for people to contribute to be a part and be on the set or stuff like that and then at the same time uh, funding these charities and mm-hmm. things like that. So it's really cool. And you know, again, you know, it is those charity work that pull people back. I mean, Johnny Depp shows up as uh, Jack Captain Jack Sparrow so many times and people love it and he loves it. I mean, he's fully in character and and it's just amazing seeing these guys do this stuff. So um so I got
4: a bit of news yeah. too that I'm not very well educated in it maybe you guys will but I feel like we have to throw a shout out to it because it's getting a lot of attention sure. from the anime community. Um, there's a film coming out called Ghosts in the Shell and it's she jo- oh, yeah. Scarlett Johansson's yeah. project and I feel like they've just released a couple of new uh, images from the film and people are just a riot about it like not in a bad way but like they really really are anticipating this well, movie to be something to
1: me, special. like I just I'm just looking at the one picture you have pulled up here it kind of reminds me a little bit of that awful one that she did. So, there you have to be on Lucy. drugs. Yeah. Lucy. Yeah.
2: So here's my thing. I've, <laughs> I I used to watch the ghost in the shell <laughs> an, anime. Uh and part of me is dreading it because of the same, you know, of I saw Lucy. Lucy, it was not yeah. that great. I had um, Morgan
4: Freeman in it. You can't hate it.
2: I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I <laughs> like, What's that um, movie? I'm going to leave. So, and it was Scarlett Johansson, at least for me, her movies are like 50-50. I either like it or I don't. Um, and so this is one another one of those where it's like, okay, it, am I going to like it or not? It's going to depend on if it's going to be, you know, how close is it going to be to the animated series? Or is it going to be a completely different thing? Is it going to be like... Um, Aeon Flux with Charlize Theron, which I actually like, really enjoyed that the movie was great, but the anime I hated, you know?
1: Yeah. I liked the movie. Um, I didn't like, what was the other ultraviolet? Ultraviolet yeah, was,
4: Ultra was It's bad. just anime
2: is such a hard
1: Never thing to bring. To into it
4: a really is. It really because is. The storytelling is so abstract and it's, it's a, it's of a different culture. So bringing yeah. that into the United States, you really have to have a strong following, uh, mm-hmm. following for our studio to even consider it. Yeah. So I feel like if that's the case, maybe they've got some solid grounds to produce this movie, yeah. I, I hear that Scarlett Johansson is very big into this story, and she's very dedicated to the whole thing. So who knows? She was also the same way with yeah. Lucy, which we all didn't like. Yeah, you know, it, and but, Attack
2: on Titan didn't do very well here. Yeah, it didn't. Um, but with what I've seen her do with uh, Scarlett or er, uh, Black Widow, mm-hmm. it kind of gives me hope.
4: But can you give us a quick rundown of what the, the series is about? I know it's like this futuristic thing, like it's this been network. Ever
2: since I've actually watched, let me just quickly pull it up, though. So.
4: As far as I saw, it was like it's in the future, and everyone's connected to this massive network and like yeah, information. Yeah, so basically,
2: um, so she's going to be kind of a cyborg type cre- uh, individual, and um, she's part of an intelligence agency. It's so like the police of yeah. this online uh, network. Yeah, so it's Section Nine. Their their whole job is to thwart uh, cyber criminals and hackers. Um, so then there's uh, so if they're going to keep to the storyline of the, the anime there's a, pretty much a new enemy that shows up that stops it nothing to sabotage uh, this robotics firm uh, artificial intelligence technology so there's a mm-hmm. lot of crazy stuff that that goes on uh, so it, it really depends on how they're, how close they're going to keep to that I mean it is a cool anime, it is a cool storyline um, there's a lot of fun stuff that happens in it and some stuff that you're just like wow so How well does that translate to a movie? I guess we'll see. There's... A possibility of a lot of CGI that's going to have to be. That almost, play almost and is stuff a given like with anime yeah. too.
4: I mean, all of us yeah. here aren't the biggest anime fans. So mm. if you guys are listeners out there, like are really passionate fans about uh, the Ghost in the Shell or anything like that, or even if you just have an opinion about it, go ahead and leave a, a post on our Facebook page so we can read it over and kind of see what the general fan community thinks of this live action. Well,
2: and, and, I, and I do know there's a lot of people that are kind of upset and they're wondering because. Is the main character going to keep the original Japanese name, or are they going to kind of whitewash it? As the <laughs> saying goes, and give what, her uh, an well, Americanized name. You know, people, Avatar. Yeah. people
1: were really yeah, people were excited about Avatar. It <sighs> totally sucked. Um, people Both really excited about Attack on Titan.
4: We saw parts of it, and it was disturbing. It was but disturbing, not a great movie. but
1: not a good movie. I am um, hoping, and, and they actually kept that one foreign film, right? Like yeah, that, one, that was one was still, was still Japanese. So we'll see. I mean, I'm kind of scared away because of Avatar, but just by the pictures, I feel like this is going to be done in a whole different way. Like, Avatar was still looked like a cartoon to me. You know, the costumes were the very cheesy. Bender. Yeah. The cartoons are very, I mean, the clothes are very cheesy. The everything was very simple and brightly colored. So this seems, you know,
4: that might be the problem. Is a that little they, more
1: Western style anime. anime yeah, I guess. that's what I'm saying. You know what is I mean? that
4: like even with comic books, they didn't directly take every single panel off of the the, the issues that they're influenced by and create them in live action. They intelligently created a formula where you can take these stories, apply them to our real world, and make them relatable to real people. Anime movies that I've been seeing lately are directly off the panel, which are cool, but if you're going to do that, keep it animated. If you're going to bring it into live
2: action, you have to adapt it to the real world. See, and this is the thing that kind of – this is the real thing that kind of worries me with the film, though, is it originally was scheduled – to be released by Walt Disney Studios on April 14th of 2017. By Walt Disney, huh? To be released through their Touchstone Pictures banner because mm. it's more of an adult film. Um, and then it was kind of part with DreamWorks and then with Paramount and so then through Universal. And now at this point, Disney no longer owns it. It's gonna it, The film was completely transferred to Paramount and so they're retaining the March 31st, 2017 date. Mm. But... Paramount now owns it. So, so they bailed. Yeah, so that's kind of my question is why would Disney bail? I mean, Disney, they, they've got a great track record, so that kind of worries me a little bit.
1: Well, who did Avatar?
2: Um,
4: I, Fox? Fox? Fox, yeah. Oh, was You're talking about The Last Airbender? Yeah. I think it was Fox, yeah, it was Fox. and Fox. Nickelodeon Pictures, yeah. I think.
2: Yeah, so Paramount's okay. They're not the greatest. I mean, they, they've done a decent job with the, the Star Trek franchise that they have, but it's just like I, I just don't know. Why would Disney bail? That's my question. So It can't be good. That's yeah. all I know. So we'll, we'll just leave it at that.
1: Maybe they want to focus on Star Wars. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> Maybe. So, just like
1: Jared every time we do a show.
4: Hi. <laughs> yep. uh,
3: so X-23 is rumored to be in the new Wolverine 3 movie. What, what do you uh, think yes.
4: about that? Uh, I think
3: it's it awesome. Well, X-23 is like the woman...
2: She's got like, one blade. Um, no, they have to pass the mantle somehow. Yeah. She's no, two. Right? She's two. Oh, Please two. Just, excuse too. me, right? too. Yeah, two. okay. She's not, I was yeah, like, because I've been two. looking two. to make her costume. Yeah, for <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's a great idea. I really do think it's a good idea. You know, it's kind of a passing of the mantle. Let alone it's so far in the future because it is Old Man Logan's story that that it's appropriate to have her in there. Yeah, yeah. it definitely is. And you think they're doing that so they can continue more towards X Force? Yeah, like. Well, it's already. It's already. Future, well, X Force is already. Uh, already? X Force is already in the works. It looks like. Um, well, I mean,
4: like they're going to transition part of this story
2: into the X Force film, which also to draw.
3: Leading to another X Men Ted thing, or do you think that's just a cool for this last I Wolverine think that's three, a cool for the cool last Wolverine thing. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> whether that connects into the X Force movie or not, I don't know because the X Force movie is supposed to be set in present time because they're going to have cable. And it's going to be rated and it's, R. And it's going to be rated R. It's going to be connected to Deadpool because cable is supposed to be showing up in Deadpool. My only so worry great. is if, if cable is in Deadpool. Are they going to put him in X-Force? Because we've kind of had the scene where they've kind of had to manipulate some things because mm-hmm. we can't have certain characters. Yeah. You know, that's why we got Colossus, which doesn't look like the same Colossus in X-Men. And yeah, I don't know. It's just going to be weird. And then, then the, the weird firebomb nuclear warhead chick. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember Sonic like Teenage Warhead. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that so. one. <laughs> um now there is one interesting thing uh so we've kind of talked uh, or mentioned it a bit so uh William Defoe is going to be on the Justice League movie
0: as Hooray! a good guy
2: as a good guy no
1: which good he's guy he's going to be the joker that? we don't know who we don't know work. yet oh. so he he it
2: will appear in both part 1 and part 2 of the Justice League movies so he will be it's being kept under lock and key what role he is playing. It's because he's not a good guy at all. Who, yeah. who comes on the
3: screen with the Justice League to let him know that it's going down? Yeah. Like, is the mayor something? He could just be that like
2: simple yeah. as that. Uh, he could be, but he could have a really big part. What was it? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I
4: don't see how you would bring him into a DC movie I'm showing everybody a picture of oh. Willem Dafoe as the Joker yeah. and he is the most perfect Joker I've oh, ever he seen would be. and if it fits our theory of Jason Todd actually being the Joker in the Suicide Squad movie I think an older Joker would definitely fit in with Willem Dafoe yeah
2: it definitely would but the problem is they're saying he's it a good could, guy oh they, they're lying th- that they could be a misdirection. freaking that could be a huge misdirection I mean we're used to that now I mean J.J. Abrams just recently said he said and oh I They weren't in episode seven, and then he flips it. And 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 of course, again, that's what we're used to with JJ. And I think. And with how okay, it's kind of massive <laughs> social media is, I think they have to. I mean, studios have to throw out misdirection but and I'm be that also way. i so
3: afraid of if something gets right, they're like, well, we don't want them to be right about it, so let's go change that. And that's going to Yeah, I don't,
2: I don't think they're that way. I just think it's you, do, just, you throw out stifle. the, the curveballs, like and then when it finally happens, yeah. You just wait. Yeah, I
1: don't know. <laughs> I didn't say that. But, just, it, but it is interesting yeah, that's that was, grandchild.
2: this is now two members of... You know, Spider-Man alums from Sam Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man that is now joined DC. DC. Yeah, I mean J.K. Simmons was. But
3: to be fair, do you know, think they were honestly loyal to Marvel, or they're just actors looking for work and they found? Well, that I'm sure they're they actors this. weren't
2: looking for work, but you know they've already been on a, a comic book film. They're like, why not? It yeah. made me money. Let's this is do all it. Chris Evans' fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, was oh, he first? Oh. Yeah, he was first. Who? Oh. Yep. Chris Evans. Well, no.
3: Cause then Ryan Reynolds, yeah, because Ryan Reynolds was after the same with uh, So Ryan Reynolds went
2: from DC went to Marvel. Uh, Chris Evans was always Marvel. Ben
3: Affleck went from
2: Marvel to DC. Yep. So, so yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I'm a Marvel kid, but I've
4: been deep into DC since Superman, Batman came out. And, like, it's really good. Like, yeah, it is. Really I, I, good. I,
2: I love, I enjoy DC. The uh, Literally the only Marvel comic I read is smart. Spider-Man! Man! But even then, I, have is, a, but I have I will acknowledge it is really good. Yeah, like, really like I like dark.
3: Marvel more, but I understand the DC is way better. And if the Justice League was to ever fight the Avengers, the Justice
2: League yeah. would kick their ass. <laughs> yeah, <they would. laughs> All right, so we are closing in on that time to wrap up. Yeah, we haven't heard much from you in this one episode this
4: week.
1: Any cool nerd news? Well,
4: she got a new top. It's really nice. It's pretty. New oh. dress.
1: I got four new dresses, yeah. and they don't. The okay, so this is the first time wait, this wait, wait, week we're that. Listeners. Sorry, this is the first time <laughs> the like, in like Puck. six months that I've bought an item of clothing that didn't have a superhero, a character from Star Wars, or someone from the magical world of Harry Potter on it. Oh, and so it was, buddy. it it was hard. It was really hard. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this year. Spoil myself. I'm going to look like a girl this year. Anyway. That was my nerd news for the day. It well, a no, lack of uh, nerd news. With
4: that, I want to invite everybody to our YouTube page. We've got yes. some new content out, especially a really awesome trailer I put together last week that takes the Rogue One trailer that just dropped a couple weeks ago and turns it into a Jedi Knight storyline. Dude, it's so cool. Yeah, It'll be so cool. cool if he's right. If he's wrong,
1: he's going to look like a I think he is awesome. right, but I think I they're, right. they're going right. to <laughs> swap the roles. What? I I well, do their
4: backstories you mean. Yeah, I think they're oh, okay. going to swap Of Jan Orson Cowper. Yes.
1: Kai. So they're going to swap them and the girl is going to have Kyle's backstory and
4: that would be really I... really weird.
1: It yeah. is weird, but but she's if you watch the trailer, no, no no, if you watch the trailer and from what you've told me, it actually makes more sense.
4: Possibly. But, so but I think there's a Jedi though. I think there's more of an influence from yeah. the Jedi night series Dude, than an actual an adaptation she's but so
1: She's such an amazing fighter. Oh, no, she is. For me, it's impossible to think that there isn't some kind of force in her.
2: Yeah.
4: So you can check that out. We also yep. have some new interviews from Comic-Con dropping every day, yep. or every other day, and then uh, just additional week. content. Yep.
2: So, so uh, with that said, uh, just check out, uh, stay tuned. So next Wednesday, uh, we are going to have Ellen Barr on the show talking about his Kickstarter that's out there. Now, the Kickstarter is live right now, so you can contribute to that. Just go to Kickstarter com and search for Tiny Frontiers. What are it, they doing? Uh, it is a science fiction role playing uh, game that they've just launched. It's really Ooh. cool. It's very simple. Um, Alan's, I mean, literally, Alan is a RPG savant. Uh, nice. he, he's awesome. already um, so. It's Gallant Knights uh, Games, which who is who's doing this, but Alan actually put together a Howard Taylor's Schlock Mercenary game, and that went through Kickstarter and funded, and that's an amazing system. So uh, not only that they, if they can reach certain goals, Steve Diamond, uh, which we did get an interview with him uh, at Comic Con, uh, has some content in here. So it's a bunch of miniature uh, dungeon sets or settings that are kind of put together that you can run different. Awesome. Some are horror, some are awesome. science fiction. Um, but if oh, they can, re-
1: something else,
2: and they've already Sorry. funded at this point, in for, it's been horror. It's horror. been yeah, up horror. for forty-eight okay. hours <laughs> and they've already funded. Um, so if they can reach the $12,000 mark then that unlocks uh, a setting that's uh, been written by Dan Wells which has been on the show before Um, and we also did an interview at Comic Con as well with him and it's really well designed it's super fun core mechanics are very simple Um, so check that out and then uh, come back next week and uh, you can hear all the lovely details from Alan as he talks about it and and it's already funded, so. That's awesome. And
1: yeah. go watch, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch um, last week's or Sunday's episode of Game of Thrones because we would really like to talk about it, but we don't want oh, to, uh, you know, way, we really can't because most people wait until so the entire season comes out I and then know. they binge watch. Um, by the way, y'all better have watched
3: uh, Daredevil because we're gonna be talking about that real soon on the show. Um, oh and my also gosh. really fast
1: yes. really fast. Um so HBO is doing something uh they did it last they did it last week. I don't know if they're still doing it, but if you haven't caught up with last season's Game of Thrones, they're actually allowing people that don't have access to HBO to watch Game of Thrones and catch up. So I thought for free. On so HBO that's pretty go? cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Very that's actually cool. pretty cool.
2: One last item for those of you that are huge Brandon Sanderson fans and uh, fans of his Stormlight Archive... Uh, Tor Books is actually releasing a pocket companion To the Way of Kings and Words of Radiance Which is uh, releasing on April 30th So pretty cool um, We
4: actually got to interview him yeah. too So go check out our video on YouTube yeah, as well Yeah,
2: he's awesome Yeah, so there's a lot of really cool things He's kind of throwing out these little things That are kind of connecting things in, behind the scenes Oh, cool I did a little uh, There's a, a one they released for the Mistborn series It's an ebook you could pick up But this one's actually a bound book um, so check that out, and you know if you want to know kind of the behind-the-scenes details of these book series, check those things out. So with that said, we're out of here. Check out our videos, our YouTube page, like us, share us, and uh, we want your comments. Only 232 days until Rogue One. Later, Geeks,
3: Secondary Deadpool. We're out of here. <laughs> Deadpool.
0: <laughs> Hey, Dundragglers, are you wanting to level up your gaming experience? Then we have something just for you. We've recently teamed up with BattleBards to bring you this amazing offer. That's right, if you're interested in adding soundtracks or sound effects to your gaming experience to make it even more amazing and more intense, then this is what you need to do. Go to BattleBards.com, and we have specific... DCR codes for you. You can punch in DCR1 at the end of uh, purchasing, and this is valid for the packages, of the $10 or the $25 package, or DCR2, which is for the $50 package or the $100 package, or DCR3, which is anything from $150 or the $300 packages. Now what these do is these give you custom rewards. So DCR1 will give you one predetermined track for free uh and then dcr2 will give you up to five tracks which is half of an album and then of course dcr3 will give you 10 predetermined tracks uh which is a full album of audio now this is super amazing and just will allow you to get more for your gaming experience so please if you're interested run out to battlebards.com throw in your coupon code get free stuff because who doesn't love free stuff until next time we'll catch you later